Yes, it's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. Howdy, folks. I'm Sleazy B. Martini, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. This is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time. The dangling thumb. And you're listening to Quality Time Broadcast. And they paid me to hear more about it welcome to another exciting episode of quality time i am your host on this beautiful npr weekend eric woodworth also joined by the magnanimous ashley pontius and the smooth gelled down flavors of a jeremy p woodworth today we will be going over the Who the hell are you talking about? <laughs> oh, God, he's back. Jesus Christ. Hello, Jeremy. This is the real John Cleese. Oh, my. I will scream <laughs> through every episode all the time, and I also am French. Gosh, I want to I wanna crash a plane into that faulty tower. Um, so, <laughs> it's good. We're back again for, for this. I, I'm excited that, you know, we've made it through another week. Now, if you listen to me on any podcast format, I've been having incredible internet issues. Uh, I don't, you know, I've and what have I done to solve them? Almost nothing. But uh, are you are I, you gonna are, are you have a, a non uh, microwave moment? Yeah. Upstairs? So, so what I what I found out is that I don't know if you guys have you ever. I, I learned that uh, the microwave uh, disrupts the signal of Wi-Fi between my computer. And here, and if you ever try to like use like a Bluetooth, like I noticed that my, uh, like if I if I have like Bluetooth headphones and I cook something in the microwave, the Bluetooth stops working when I'm close to it. So it it disrupts when it's running because it's a high powered uh, microwave, and uh, I found that every time it runs it, I have the worst internet issues down here possible. Now I have. I did go out to Home Depot and buy about 100 foot of Cat5. So I will be hardwired eventually. Uh, but I just did that yesterday. Uh, it's been a nightmare trying to rewire my house. I hooked up all my Christmas lights. And I found out that when they're all plugged in and it rains, it pops the breaker. So I had to unplug all of them. So now maybe, maybe, just maybe, we will have a show today. Uh, so I'm excited. Is it already messing up, guys? Is it? Okay. No, I'm just Ooh. trying, <laughs> trying not to think what I'm thinking. <laughs> what, are, what are you? Go ahead. This is this is the platform to do it. So I just had the thought of like the microwave disrupts your internet. How much are you eating <laughs> during the podcast? Constantly, constantly. I'm just asking. like, hey, you'll up the stairs. Hey, hun. I need another box of hot pockets. <laughs> They're pizza rolls and they come out of the ice dispenser. You relax. <laughs> Can you also throw in a lean cuisine? 
I'm on a diet. <laughs> hey, you know, you just have a, a special hot pocket, and then you burn yourself silly, and after a couple days ago, you, you, you're, you're fine as... Fine as rain is rain. That would be damn a good, it. That, fuck my aphasia, motherfucker. That that would be a good that would be a good uh like uh background story for Two Face is that you find out he just ate a hot pocket too fast and that's <laughs> he's out to destroy corporate America because of their 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 new uh special lava flavor. So. <laughs> Ooh, magma. I, <laughs> I call my pussy the hot pocket because it feels really good, and then once you get to the middle, it's cold. <laughs> It, it, it is it, after the after the sex is it so so much burning because of um the um the like anyway too much information are you are you talking about like fucking a hot pocket as if it was a fleshlight well um it, it it's too personal of a joke so honestly know. that joke about fucking a hot pocket is the least offensive thing about the movie we're going over today i'll i'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just say that I'll, I'll just say that my taint is pretty dirty so. that is i can't imagine jeremy that no man's land between your butthole and balls is anything good i imagine it looking like a, a stepped on tootsie roll that was rolled around in some hair I'm, I'm just i'm just saying that as a as a transitional man that um after two days if you ever put my if you put your hand into my chain that's pretty much having a sex with a vagina so oh you're 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 bussy i gotcha yeah yeah All if you want to if you want that burning sensation I, well i can tell you lisa we love you but you're not allowed to pick anymore <laughs> Yeah, because I believe Lisa's last pick was Society, one of our highest downloaded episodes as well. She has a theme, and it's and it's to gross everyone out, and it's working. It's working. I'm proud of you. She we- is she is so very much trauma now that mm-hmm. she is part of a video game for trauma and the Toxic Avenger. That's awesome. Well, I I, I am going through her garbage now, <laughs> and I am like checking her out with binoculars day in day out and i'm going to quit my job i'll still have my ghillie suit out front of her house and i will still know every goings on of her, of her life and and what she's in, um throwing away in her garbage well i'm glad the star of the christmas story is now safe that you've diverted your attention away from them <laughs> lisa when we finally get a sponsor and it'll hopefully be better help. I'd love to sign you up for some free therapy. <laughs> uh, speaking of better help, Ashley, you had a bunch of shows this weekend, and <laughs> I uh, did one. One was a Friday night, right? And that I would I think that went pretty well. That's the show that you book up in uh, at Geno's or Genova's, right? Yeah, Genova's, where you've performed yes. before. Um, yes, that was with um, Sean Leverett and Josh Coderna. And it was our first one that didn't sell out, which makes me sad. But we still had a very good audience, uh, still had a good crowd, pretty good show. Um, can I just say, like non-jokingly, how much I love Josh Kaderna? Not only he's is a treat. he he well, he's he's fabulously good looking, very funny, but he's such a good man. He is recently married, and I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this. He told me that every time his wife flies for work, which she does fairly often. He meets her at the airport to pick her up with flowers every time. And then I threw a beer at the wall. 
<laughs> why, why did you throw a beer at the wall? Just because the happy, the the joy of that moment was was too much to bear at that particular. Most men are not as good as Josh Kaderna. I would agree. Um, so... I mean, look. I mean, look at. I mean, that's like compare. That's a. It, that's an impossible male goal to reach. Okay. Rather die alone at this point. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so, pretty uh... sure. I'm pretty sure if if you bring flowers to your wife in the airport. You're fucking at least five other women. It's just uh, a guilty oh. uh, flowers. Do you know what's guilty. crazy, Jeremy? I also know men who do nothing nice for their wives, and they're definitely fucking other people. Mm. So <laughs> go so, either way. So what if what what if every time Josh picks up his wife, he's actually just trying to convert her into a Hari Krishna, and the flowers are just this is this is a gateway drug. Well, if it's a gateway drug, I'd love it. So, I, I hate to I hate to say that the the last time I I brought flowers to my wife's um workplace, uh, I still didn't have sex. So I really I gave up on any sort of romance. Hey, I so. got to be honest. I'm on team Jeremy. No sex. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not for trying. I just um. I get nothing. Oh, so. all right. Oh man. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> I'm still alive. <laughs> well, Josh is gonna have a happy life. Back to our podcast. So, um, <laughs> so anyways, so then I had a show, um, Saturday night, which, man, what a fucking nightmare. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it is a room I performed in before, like several months to a year ago. Very large room, pretty happening spot in uh, Indian Gap, PA, which is um, super close to a military base. Because when I worked for the funeral home, we'd ship a lot of veterans there to be buried because oh, there's a, okay. a, a military cemetery there and everything. I When you said that, I thought it was like, a, you know, like a, a retail store that only sells Indian clothes. Like, welcome <laughs> to Indian Gap, where we have... <laughs> No, it's where you bury your dead kids and you're like, sometimes dead is better. Um, (laughs) um, It's the kids they kill over in Iraq. Um, So anyways, so um, uh, they're kind of rowdy. And let me also start off by saying, I understand that though I got paid, it was a free show to the audience. And I'm sure there were groups of people there who weren't expecting comedy. That's not what they're Mm. there for. So that's going to be super fun. So our host gets up there and is trying to do his spiel. And yes, people are loud and rowdy. But I think he also turned the room on us from the start by him being overly aggressive with them. And then it just goes from there. So we so got is a- snowballing. You have a real Bill yep. Burr in Philadelphia moment that's happening as, but in a condensed restaurant in Indian Gap, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's super fun. So we have like a tabletop to my to our left from the stage. Sorry, my cat just broke something. Uh, so, <laughs> so we have a twenty top to the left of us of all off-duty military men and women. Mm-hmm. And they're having a great time. Don't want to fucking deal with us. Then there is a woman and her husband, maybe with another couple, sort of at the bar that faces us. So like front row, who is just yapping away like a motherfucker. And 
the second comedian, the guest spot or whatever, he he does okay. Like he did pretty well under the circumstances, but these people are just every moment heckling us, just non-stop from the military table. So then the feature gets up and it's even worse. But then finally he's angry enough that it starts to just make the room quiet. Like no one even wants to do anything because it's just dead silent and the okay i'm already at this point supposed to do 40 minutes (laughs) oh my god that's an unbearable amount of time to go up in front of those people eric it gets worse he comes up to me the host and he goes um hey so i think i'm gonna have you do more than 40 (laughs) (laughs) oh what thank you oh my god and I go, oh, hey, that's the worst idea you've had yet. I'm not doing 40. You're lucky if I do 40. Do you see what's happening in this room? You're not paying me enough to do more than 40. And he's like, okay. I feel like it's Are you going to do any songs, uh, Ash? Are you going to play some guitar? Oh, because she's the new me. I know. In a year, she'll replace me. It'll be fine. Um, but so... Uh, <laughs> That's the joke lately, isn't it? Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I know, Jeremy. I'm fully aware. Um, so, <laughs> so, anyways, um, I, I'm like up there. I'm trying to get through it. It's an absolute disaster. Um, and then the woman who keeps yapping at the front, I finally have had enough of her, and I'm like, Caitlyn Jenner. Like, what can I do for you? Like, what is this deal? She looks just like her. And she's like, excuse me. And I was like, I just want to know, what is it? What is it like to have an Olympic medal and a dick? Um, (laughs) And she looks at her husband like, what are you going to do about what she just said to me? And I go, no, no, no. I'm talking to you. You're the man of the relationship. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) And so she finally like quiets down a little bit for a second because she's been embarrassed but she's still drunk as hell so she <laughs> so she just keeps starting up again and i can feel me winding down as i am known to do just absolutely insane so i stomp over to her take the empanada out of her hand and shove it in my mouth <laughs> so here it is you, you snatched an empanada from her and just in front of everyone you're like give it to me from the stage i walk to her shove it in my mouth and as i do this it has dripped all down my chest whatever great this is so fucking hot thank you i clock out of the corner of my eye a very large very swole gentleman from the military table coming over i'm like oh shit comes over leans me back huge arms leans me back licks the empanada off of my titties (laughs) (laughs) and i was like you know what i thought you said this was a bad show (laughs) (laughs) man i can i just tell you hottest thing a man has ever done besides leave me alone it's just very very cool Uh, (laughs) um so so we get through we get through the show i'm bitter i'm angry i'm pissed off so Chris or Chris, Caitlyn Jenner has left. I like that you said it's, he doesn't get Chris Jenner. <laughs> well, like you know what I mean. They're definitely not the same person. Um, so 
she she has left her jacket. She's already left. And I yes. go, and I go, my jacket. So I put on the jacket. I'm like, oh, it's a Lululemon. This is super nice. And I reach my hand inside and I find $30. And I'm like, even better. So I'm getting ready to leave with her jacket and her money. Cause I'm like, get fucked, bitch. And as I start to leave, she has come back for the jacket. God. And she sees this, me and she This goes, entire situation is so stressful. <laughs> it is stressful. Christ. She goes, that's my jacket. And I go, it couldn't be. This is a woman's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you went full Al Bundy on her. And just like, <laughs> those are shoes. They're for they're they're for they're hooves. <laughs> <laughs> and the standoff is just unbelievable. But like, I'm not so psycho, in my opinion, that I'm gonna get away with this. So I just I take off the coat. I make sure the money is back in her pocket and I hand it to her and I'm like twat and I walk out. I'm like, you fucking bitch. If I see you again, I'm going to curb stomp you. (laughs) Oh, the American history X version of uh, Ashley's comedy right there. Oh no. Since I'm the real woman here, it's uh, American X, (laughs) Y. That's good. So she, she, this, this is, this is better than Wendy Townsend. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Wow, Jeremy, always with the with the pertinent remarks. Um, I, I mean, I know Ashley's not a fan of Wendy, but at the same time, I golf clap you. Oh my god, a- thank, Ashley. thank you. No, that's not true. I'm definitely a fan of the mentally disabled. Oh, <laughs> so uh, did I? On on the way out, I mean, did you get the uh, the, the burly titty liquor? Did, did anything else become of that? Um, him and I talked for a while. It was very nice. He was very sweet. I told him, I was like, you were very helpful, like, all night. And that was such a great moment to turn the show around for a minute. Um, but no, he was he was very sweet. Super appreciated it. They needed some attention. So, because again, mine are real. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. um, now, this show you know it obviously did, didn't go well what would what would it take for you to return to headline this show again like what what would obviously you'd want something more out of it than what came like is there a dollar amount that makes you go back to this place for round two? Oh no i fully <laughs> hope that i convince myself to quit comedy in the next month i'm super jazzed so. <laughs> uh would uh do you think Jeremy, would you headline this show for this lady, and what would you what would your opening joke be? What the the uh, obnoxious um, Caitlyn Jenner yeah. person? Yeah. Uh, I always creep out the audience that they always keep my att- I always keep the attention, but if I do see somebody uh, talking, I just make part of the, the table and I'll just start eat, eating their food and and I I usually s- scratch some psoriasis onto their plates <laughs> or uh, you know I have my my things but oh. I, I always keep an audience because uh, I am the creepiest comedian ever that is ever true. Made. Jeremy will start eating note cards in front of a group of people um, it's always good it's always good this. to put on lipstick as a as a man on with audience members just like that, that lady in the front um so hey. <laughs> i uh it, i don't know I, this reminds me of a, a story from my past uh, 
I, I remember it was the 2007 uh, national championship uh, for Salisbury University. We were in Florida. We lost in the round of eight. And not only that, we got fucking smoked on a different level. Uh, so we immediately all retired to the bar, which this bar in Florida happened to be an Outback Steakhouse. And we are getting plastered by four o'clock. And uh, so much so that my fr- my roommate gets cut off uh, at the Outback for being disruptive. Um, so as he's walking, being escorted out of the outback, I watch him take walk past a family, like just in a booth, and he just grabs a handful of their mashed potatoes <laughs> with his bare hand and starts eating it <laughs> as he's escorted out. And I just go, well, I, I just, I'm, I'm sorry for him. And then the, like, the lady goes, we'll get you more mashed potatoes. <laughs> like, so... It's like taking your Down syndrome child out in public. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really it really is. We used to call it uh, Nick duty. Like, because, you know, after he's had too many, we're like, not it. Like this. We're, we're not going to be responsible. You touched him last. He's your responsibility now. <laughs> he was uh, he was fun. Same, same night, though. Also, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Uh, we wanted to get into the pool there, uh, mm. the hotel pool, which, like, closes at, like, 8 o'clock, you know, as most places normally do. And I watched, um, he was like, you know, if we got on the inside, we could open the gate and then I could let everybody in. So I watched my friend Brandon um, grab the pool skimmer from the outside of the fence and he kind of lifted it up over and he was like, watch this. And he holds it like a pole vault and he starts running towards the fence. He plants the pool skimmer into the ground he starts to go about this when he gets to about 70 degrees of pole trying to pole vault over this thing it snaps in half and he just back plants on the concrete (laughs) oh my god i I have never in my life laughed harder than watching a a failed pole vault he's never done it in his life and he's doing it with a pool skimmer on concrete i love human jackass it's a real fun time i can't believe you people have degrees and i don't this is very upsetting You know, yeah. pool, pool skimmers are like the, the thinnest of aluminum, but, but has anybody seen the actual pole vaults when the pole vaulter has the vault, the pole actually goes into somebody's ass? Uh, no, oh. but that is the opening scene for today's movie, The Taint, uh, which, <laughs> which is going to be good. Jeremy, though, you, uh, you've you been out and about. You went to SteelCon, and would you like to tell our listeners who you met at SteelCon? Where it is, um, it, where it's, was it's it? On, it's on Friday. It's going to oh, be okay. this Friday, and obviously the drop will be on tomorrow. But uh, I my, my photo op is already paid for. If, if John Cleese will be still alive by the end of the week, um, I really I, – I wish I could pay for more. I can't pay for more because I am uh, – I have a shitty job and a shitty – life with a lot of um <laughs> hospital bills uh if i could i would pay for a, a photo op with uh, sam raimi who's supposed to be there uh i think there's supposed to be a q a with alec baldwin <laughs> that must be uncomfortable <laughs> like being killed killing yeah. a director <laughs> what's, what's your favorite prop gun uh that'd be my first <laughs> <laughs> it's it's 
fun to have guns in movies until you kill somebody. So I can't wait till that and movie. Helicopters. Thirty cocked and loaded. Uh, uh, <laughs> if, if you're a big enough like I am, uh, Giancarlo Esposito is supposed to be there, who I already got a picture with, but uh, he's big time now. And also, they have a uh, Howard from uh, uh, Breaking Bad, i.e., i.e., Better Call Saul. He had probably one of the best deaths on television in the last two years. Oh, the best! Years. Absolutely, I agree. I've yeah, watched Howard. Every... Howard got it. Got it so mm-hmm. bad, it was great. I've, wa- I've watched every episode of Better Call Saul, and I was one of my whatever. Ones. Shut up. <laughs> A running a running joke is that I got Jeremy into the show Better Call Saul, and I watched like season one or two, one or two, and and I never watched it again. Jeremy just always wants to talk about it, so now I just say, I've Hey, hey, you want to watch it. this show? Yeah, I want to watch it. Oh, I don't watch it anymore. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, piece of shit. I I also yeah, if I ever suggest like a new show for Jeremy, I was like, Hey, you should check this out. It's really good. I've been watching Blue Eyed Samurai, which I I highly recommend to anybody. And he goes, Why? You'll just stop watching as soon as I do. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, there's one oh, season. It's great. Another, another fucking show that Aaron's like, hey, have you seen Legion? Like, yeah, I'll watch Legion. Hey, I'm watching it on uh, season three now. He's like, oh, I don't watch it anymore. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Damn it. It gets Jerry so bad that I just, I just don't. Hey, I, are you still watching it? No, I don't care anymore. <laughs> You're a dick. Why is it a dick for just not watching a show? This is this is like a treasonous You got me act. into the damn show! I'm got, in the fucking show! It, I watch every fucking show of Better Call Saul. So did I. Me, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. Uh, no, Blue-Eyed Samurai is great if you haven't watched it. I actually, I think you'd love Blue-Eyed Samurai as well. Have you, have you checked it out at all? No, I'll never watch it. It's you know what it is. It's a story of uh you know uh, they uh they call that genre good for you, good for her. It's a it's a revenge story about a lady who chops people up with a sword. It's really quite entertaining. I'm um, watching the third uh, episode of Fargo, which is very uh, uh theme and variations of the original Fargo, but it's made by the same guy that did uh, Legion. And I love Legion. And okay, it's, it's it's pretty strong. Um, Jeremy, what? When you when you meet John Cleese, do you have you usually get like one question in? What do you think? What's your one question to John Cleese going to be? Uh, when I get my photo op, I really wish I could get some video, which I probably won't. If maybe I can get a buddy to do a video, I want to do some uh, singing of the song. Today I hear the robin sing. Today. The thrush is on the wing today. Who knows what life will bring? Which, by the way, when he did that on the show, it was Terry Jones singing with John Cleese mouthing it. Um, <laughs> Ashley, if if I need to pause the um, the show so you can switch the towel from underneath you after that, I understand. Just let me know. Um. Oh no, it's not that. I just got to go reload my gun. <laughs> What are you? What are you doing? A movie with Alec Baldwin? Um. <laughs> oh well, I'm not the only one on the show who's got blanks. <laughs> the, the, the funny thing of the show is you couldn't tell if it was just a joke or it was just bad uh, ADR because a, bad ADR is hilarious sometimes. That is true. I do like that. Um, I have bad ADR too, Ashley Dick Ratio. <laughs> 
hey, hey, I just want to say for the ladies, you, you just because you've had a lot of bad lovers, you don't have to blame it all on bad bad lovers for going gay. <laughs> yes, to our two female listeners. That was almost, not your fault. They turned out gay. That was almost. Uh, <laughs> An entire coherent thought you got out there, Jeremy. Almost. Not not quite there. <laughs> I but... work my four inches better than any other bad man. So Okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of bad men, uh, that's going to bring us into today's movie. The Taint! Um, which Lisa Busabus, as, uh, as described before, was her pick this week. I will say, if nothing else... Very strong score for the movie. Yes, I fucking I was love gonna this say that. banger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is uh, this is how the movie opens up to. And man, the dark synth in this movie, uh, Chef's Kiss, good. Uh, I absolutely agree. The uh, this is um, came out in 2011, uh, directed by the one and the only uh, Drew Bullock, Bulldog, who also plays the. Uh, the lead and uh, wrote this movie. Now, Drew uh, has gone on since the taint to uh, make other other hits, such as Science Team in 2014, and uh, as in 2019, a movie called The Assassinot. Uh, <laughs> the Assassinot. Um, so, really storied career that he's coming out. He kind of looks like, for all my wrestling fans out there, uh, a... Um, Orange Cassidy in this movie. Uh, he's a blonde-haired fellow that's always wearing glasses and could give two shits less about what's happening. Uh, but I will say, the opening of this movie, I the first ten minutes of this movie, I almost fell out of my chair laughing twice. <laughs> I knew nothing about this. I went in blind and just hit play and watched it and uh it opens with a literal i think asshole that's like having a shit that comes out <laughs> is the very first shot of this movie um, and then uh it's our hero getting chased by a man with a sickle uh who also has just a bloody taint that's just like spilling blood out uh that that's how and shitting it starts. And, and shitting it, and shitting that's yeah. that's the movie that you're in for they they tell you right away and i will another thing about this movie there was no part where i knew what was going to happen next i swear to cry there was every second of this movie i'm like oh okay uh oh and now this and uh, now we're here and now we're here <laughs> so um he uh as he's being chased through the woods he does get uh rescued by a girl that i do also love the opening credits like all this weird animation they do uh because the taint is the tainted water which we will find out what the water is tainted with that turns people into uh sex crazed huge dick monsters that will uh sexually assault you at the drop of a hat uh but this girl rescues him uh before he's about to be uh murdered who's that large cocked man that was no man that was something far worse was it how the hell are you still alive what are you talking about the water the water the water you don't know about the water so uh i 
<laughs> I I right before this, he does have this he finds like this body right before he meets her where he throws up, I think for real, for like <laughs> there's nothing because his mouth is open, he's like, <laughs> the throw up scene before he meets this girl is <laughs> I'm like they just gave him epicac. He actually. I was eating mango. <laughs> yeah, I was eating mango sorbet, and then I went, "Oh, you know what? I'm not hungry anymore. I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good." Yeah. So uh, there is a. You fun- know, I, I I say this is probably the best vomit movie since uh, Team America: World Police. That so. that is. I mean, I I think that that wasn't that was a real good puke scene. Like it was. I believed it. I definitely believe. You no, know, it was it was okay with the side on until the the full frontal on yep. uh, vomiting. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. she tells him about the water and has a flashback to when she was in love with her uh, with her husband. And I love this little love scene where they're sitting at the picnic. Twelve days ago, everything I ever loved, everything anyone ever loved, it all went to hell. To us. Fuck anybody who's not in love like we are. It must be fags. Total fucking queers. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is the level of taste you get through the entire movie. Of them just, aha, everybody must be gay if they're not in love like us. <laughs> uh, it flashes to them uh, at their home uh, life. Where... I just, I just need more of a, a dog, like a beagle, into the love scene. So yeah. Uh, so uh, he's sitting down reading the paper uh, that says abortion has been at- illegal. That's an important uh, thing to notice in this world. In abortion. 2010, in tw- when abortion was illegal, uh, abortion's illegal now. And uh, she brings him a glass of tap water, and uh, uh, they have sex. Where you see inside cock penetration, <laughs> like it's the actual dick. In the hole coming at you, which is a wonderful shot. Uh, he then drinks the water, but he is not feeling so hot. What's wrong? I don't feel so good. Immediately drinks the water and just <laughs> screams, "I hate women!" and starts trying to choke her. Uh, where she man every Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> she grabs comedy night with us. <laughs> <laughs> she she grabs right. a uh, she grabs like a, a a stone trinket and it smashes his entire head in. <laughs> So that his brain completely comes out and she's just holding going, holding the brain. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> I mean this is the movie. By the way, we're ten, 10 minutes into the movie right now. This has all happened in the first 10 minutes. Uh there's constant cocks come and blood, guts, and gore, and a guy who has the uh, uh, charisma of a wet blanket uh, at the forefront of it all. Um, so they go and find. They go to, to to in search to find an untainted well, and uh, they find a damsel in distress. He tries to go rescue her while the girl goes on, uh, but he doesn't make it in time. And he goes like this. No! She was so hot. <laughs> 
Uh, I do like that the monsters always have these massive cocks that will sometimes just shoot endless amounts of cum out. Like, so much cum comes out of them <sighs> constantly. Uh, he then has a nightmare of, like, a lady who gets, like, endlessly cummed on for, like... <laughs> It's just, it's like a, a fucking Rammstein concert. Like, ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, by this time, uh, if you've made it this far through the movie, uh, this these aren't the worst things that you'll find. So, uh, <laughs> um, you know what I call that? Circumcised swimming. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you know, one person, it, it takes that much cum versus like 50 guys. That is true. That is true. Um, so uh, he meets uh, his old gym teacher next as he's going through the woods and they're foraging for food uh, separated. And uh, he finds Mr. Johnson, oh, who's oh, now changed I, his name. Yeah. Can I can I mention? Sure. Um, if you ever watch a real Bukaki video. Okay. Um, and you still have a soul. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand after seeing like 10 people. I'm like, I never want to watch this again, and I hate anybody that ever did that video because I've heard of like the Houston 500, and I, mm-hmm. I was like, is there like a like a towel crew crew to take care of the woman, or is there like any soul of, the, of these events? I, I don't uh, understand. Well, Jeremy, they hire the squeegee boys of Baltimore. <laughs> uh, well, you know, they're, they're at least they they have a job. So yeah, that is good. That's good. Yeah, what are you doing, man? I got eight hours of washing cum off this lady's squeegeeing cum off this lady's pussy. Uh, Working think, at the cum wash, man. I'm, I'm, I'm wash. pretty sure if I do at watch an actual Bukaki video, I will be gay. So oh really? Uh-huh. Uh, hasn't worked yeah. on me. Anyway, um, <laughs> he. <laughs> So he meets uh, he meets his old gym teacher, Mr. Johnson, now in the Twelve Day Apocalypse, uh, who's formed his own little survival group. Phil Ginny? Mr. Johnson? They call me Houdini now. Who? Meet my crew. Brown Eye. Balloon Nut. Chili Dog. Swamp Daddy. Nice to meet you. I like at my favorite of the group is Alligator Fuckhouse, who's just a guy wearing a ski mask with only the eyes cut out. <laughs> it's just... Was this was this a music from from uh, Mega Man? I don't know. It's really good music. I don't know what it's called, but I love it. It is very video game inspired for sure. Sounds like it's from uh, Genesis. So. Um, so you also get a flashback of Mr. Johnson before he was Houdini, where he is. It's a very gay training montage of him just shirtless and working out. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, there's also a flashback of uh, Phil O'Guinney and and the gym teacher. Uh, he, he really does suck. Uh, he's also an abuser. <laughs> he he also abuses his girlfriend. She gets a call. Uh, saying that her grandmother's died. He's like, oh, but are you hurt? And he's like, no, I'm just I'm just sad. He's like, well, I'm going to give you something to cry <laughs> after her grandmother's dead. So, uh, yeah, he's a real... They really hammer home that he's a piece of shit. And uh, our girl is uh, is back now. And uh, now that she's with... Oh, hold, 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 hold up. Yeah, yeah. The best stunt of the entire film was 
swinging that fucking lamp around his head yeah. <laughs> before destroying the yeah, fucking yeah, lamp. Yeah, yeah. That was that was like like Schwarzenegger Olympics uh, 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 awesomeness. Yes, so. when he's about to abuse his girlfriend, he swings the lamp around and breaks it, and it it is a rather uh, a fun scene. Uh, so, I hope they really didn't destroy the, the, the horse lamp. So. so uh uh, as soon as the the lady shows up that he's paired up with, uh, the 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 gang says this. Look, a girl. Let's gang rape her. <laughs> <laughs> She's with me. You guys are joking, right? Gang rape is not a joke. We take it very seriously. <laughs> so <laughs> he intervenes, and they call him. I'm the best cock blocker that I know. <laughs> you know what? All your cocks just got blocked. (laughs) (laughs) All your cocks just got blocked. Uh, this uh, this ends up being a one-on-one fight with them surrounding him and uh, the gym teacher just beating the shit out of Phil. All seems lost, uh, but all of a sudden... A new character enters, uh, a character in a kabuki mask named Ludus, who comes and rips the main guy's face completely off, uh, off of his body, and uh, they then retreat. He says, uh, you could come back to my, his secret lair, and uh, here's his secret lair where he claims he has water. This is my friend's parents' basement! <laughs> <laughs> He goes into the friend's parents' basement where he's been holding out. And uh, I have a little bit more audio here. This place, this place has been my sanctuary and my savior. I lie. There is no water here, only wine. This wine has nourished my body and drowned my soul. It is untainted. A gift from God, perhaps. In the world before, it was easy with our distractions and laws to think of the world as a good place. The truth is that the world is cold, dark, and loveless. I would have killed myself had this why? Not taking the edge off of my madness! The horror that I bore witness was truly of a hideous dream nature. Do you have any of that wine you were talking about earlier? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, what a great bit. And, and the whole time, all you see is this weird kabuki mask that he's wearing with like giant eyes on there. Uh, so you get a new flashback to hear of uh, Ludus's backstory, uh, where you basically find out that he is a um, uh, a scientist in that same basement all these years with his best friend uh, and his dad, who also drinks all the wine. It's his dad's wine collection or whatever. Science. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, you you find out eventually that he is the scientist that created this. You see, we. Extracted the chemical from the male body that controls penis function. <laughs> With it, we can stimulate the dick receptors inside the balls. And therefore, 
supercharge the cock itself, astronomically increasing the subject's chances of getting his cock sucked. <laughs> Here's our initial findings. Whoa. That's amazing. <laughs> Whoa, that's amazing. Um, so th- they present this to the the CEO, uh, who is he's enamored by it. I I don't know why this is, but the next scene is their fake Nazi commercial for the uh, uh, Coxantium, which is what the drug is called. Uh, <laughs> I don't. This it, it's basically it's one of the I laughed so hard at the Nazi commercial that they made, saying that if you had if you had this, you would have survived the holocaust because you'd have was, a big was this dick. was this was this be- be- before the uh the coxantium in uh captain america with um uh what's his name who red red skull yes i'll just say that um i think coxantium is what's what would uh they use with um uh wolverine's um uh, yes yes things. his bones yeah. are coated in coxantium, coxantium. Yeah, i got gotcha. you yeah. i, I got gotcha. you and vibrate yes the wakandans are holding all vibrantium <laughs> yeah the the wakandans are holding on to all the coxantium in the mcu i got gotcha. you i see where you went with that um that i now this clip is a coxantium commercial it's actually at the very very end of the movie but um because the German audio I didn't think would be very good. Here's the other commercial for Coxantium. If you're tired of having a withered, shriveled, pathetic, tiny penis, call your doctor today and ask him about Coxantium. It's about time you did something about your penis. There you go. Uh, <laughs> which That guy is the Coxantium salesman. He's actually credited in the film. And, and if you look at IMDb, he's the only one that actually has a picture. It's Mr. Lobo. Is his, his <laughs> so he's the only IMDb person who has uh, has a picture, which is pretty funny. Lobo, low more like low T. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, his dad uh, accidentally drinks the wrong vial of Coxantium downstairs and goes crazy and uh, rips his son uh, son's face completely off, which is why. Uh, oh no, he rips his son's balls completely off, and uh, the the corporation wants to stop the tests, but uh, the guy, the the CEO, is not down for it. We have to put a stop to Coxantium. Oh really? I have a vision. A dream of what could be, thanks to Coxantium. And I'm not just stroking egos here, boy. We're creating a whole new world. A utopian society where all men are of equal value. And all women <laughs> will tremble before the might of our raging, throbbing cock. Collective bonerage. And all will be well. And everyone's cock will be sucked. People are dying. We have to put a stop to it. No one's going to stop anything ever again. I've... I like that he said, people are dying. That's <laughs> the take they did. They're like, nah, one take's good for this. One take's good. I've seen what Coxantium can do. You must thrust it upon every orifice of society immediately. This remote will double penetrate Coxantium into the water supply, rendering huge boners. Raging cocks, but I must. You don't have to. I can't. But I will. Why? Because. He shoots a butt. Not before he can press the button. It's too late. 
So all hell breaks can, can loose. So, can somebody else um, put two and two together of how prophetic this movie was with cocks with um, giant um, cocks on with bats in in China from Wuhan with yeah. Are you? It's okay. I think what you're trying to say is that this is was a precursor to COVID nineteen. Is that what yes, you're? Yes. Okay. With pat, trying bats to make with a giant, co- giant cocks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's 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 all it's all Fauci's It wasn't fault, so. a, okay. So it wasn't when they were talking about somebody ate a bat and that was what caused COVID nineteen. It was actually like a baseball bat that was mistaken for a penis that somebody ate. Is that what you're getting at? Anyway. <laughs> We just want to know what you're trying to say. <laughs> it, it's it, it, I see the parallels between pat, bats with giant dicks versus people eating bats that was a fake thing anyway, like oh, with okay. an actual lab. And, oh, oh, I got gotcha. we, we ate we ate bats. That's why the the, the disease became. Oh. Uh, Jeremy, are you yeah. starting a new religion? Is this a new cult? <laughs> Uh, you know, if you if you do some dumb shit, you can start make a cult. You know, that's like any other day. Okay, okay. So, so uh, you could call it the cult of the cave bat. Oh, there you go. There's already the cult of the cave Look, bear. I, I've already bought some of your merch, Jerry. Hey, Daryl, Daryl, Hannah, woohoo! So, uh, we find out that uh, Coach Johnson actually had a history with uh ludus he's actually the one who rips off um ludus's face uh um for starting the apocalypse and uh i do like this little thing where ludus is trying to fix everything but he has his face and he's duct taped it back on as he's having he's having like these late night sessions of trying to cure like it's a real i am legend moment where he's trying to adjust it to look through the eyes like oh and I, I also like that he's wiping sweat off of his face that's ripped off, which make me that made me laugh. Um, Lucia says uh, uh, O'Guinea was also bad to him, um, but he finds out. Um, oh yeah, so everybody blames him. They're they're clearly pissed that he started all this. Um, but he says you're no better than me, and so uh, Phil, our our hero, uh, has his own flashback where he realizes he's not that good of a person. Um, his girlfriend. Uh, poses this to him. I'm pregnant. With what? Your baby, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) We we can still fuck, right? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) So... So uh, she then goes on to say that she wants an abortion because, but abortions are illegal. He's like, shut up and get a coat hanger. So he has, there's a whole thing of him trying to find a a coat hanger to give this abortion for. And uh, (laughs) all he has is a plastic one. He eventually finds one. She tells him to wash it with antibacterial soap. And he goes, Dawn dish soap is going to have to do. And so he sticks a condom on it. And I did rip this audio of him actually sticking it in which is <laughs> sick sick I hate this. <laughs> so, yeah. was so, this the same time as uh, napoleon dynamite yes this is many people have compared this movie to napoleon dynamite gosh i have to do an abortion <laughs> <laughs> tina eat your abortion god <laughs> 
Stila Fonda Planned Parenthood. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That was so, um, they find out. Um, uh, he he snaps to before, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not. I'm not bad. I'm not a misogynist. I'm not a misogynist. I'm not. I'm not a. I can't be. I don't crush women's heads with rocks. I can't." You're not like those monsters out there. But you will be. You will be. I will. How did you become such a cool and amazing woman? When I was a kid, my father told me that I was just as smart, as strong, and talented as any man. That I, as a woman, can be a statement that my personality my character can be the solution to all sexual inequalities in American society that I as I stand here can embody everything any woman could ever possibly achieve you're right and so at that moment the uh, Lucius has been infected and his giant cock just goes through the back of her head and then starts endlessly shooting cum out of her front of her face as the guy turns around and goes, oh god what the hell happened here so oh man you know this movie it never lacks class which is i think what i liked most about i mean this is on par with a, a citizen Kane or a a steel magnolias as far as handling life death and things of that nature I compare it to uh, Eraserhead. So. Eraserhead? That's a good, decent comparison. Decent the comparison. The alternate title was 12 Horny Men. <laughs> so he uh, he then ends up killing him and then uh, going on uh, uh, an absolute... The last scene, the last like five minutes of this movie is, <laughs> believe it or not, actually just as wild as the rest of it. He takes his gun, which now just has infinite bullets for some reason, and drapes himself with an American flag and just starts shooting dicks off of everything that he can find. <laughs> just every cock. It just goes boom, boom, boom. And he's skateboarding around with an American flag around himself, shooting off dicks everywhere he can find them. Uh, eventually, he finds one woman who's about, who's alive and he can't save her in time and all the movie just ends with one of the bad guys just coming into his own face. <laughs> and that is the end. Let's 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 not talk about the the, the special the special graphics of dicks around his head. Yes. Like a fucking like a fucking sun. Also, this pretty much movie rivals the dick shooting scene that they made up of, of oh of yeah Robo, from my robocop Robo movie yeah the my <laughs> robocop movie dick shooting scene i would say maybe not not as good as that but close i would say a rival sure uh, this is the hydroxy to that dick shooting scene but after, uh, definitely a, good after the re reboot of the the robocop game i would like to see a skating shooting dick video game because i would really want to see that i agree but that that brings us to an end of the taint uh what a fun time we had um ashley your final thoughts on the taint 
on brand for us. <laughs> um, we make lesbians of everyone. Uh, okay. Um, Jeremy, your final thoughts on the taint? Uh, thank you, Lisa Bustabus, for making us watch probably one of the worst movies of all time and wor- worse than a John Waters film. But it was still entertaining, and I and I I will have a scar in my brain the rest of my life. Thank you. I do. Um, by the way, believe it or not, you can watch this movie for free. Um, so I, I found it on YouTube for absolutely free. Check it out, The Taint. I give it... Uh, three out of two taints. Um, anyway, uh, Ashley, what do you got coming up? Uh, you can catch me at Hysteria Brewing December 9th, and you can follow me online at Ashley Pongus Laughs. AP Laughs, check her out. Uh, next week, uh, I, Eric Woodworth, will be at the State Theater in Havard Grace, Maryland, with me, Tommy Simbazo. Daphne and the Big Timing Comedy Boys as a musical comedy uh, extravaganza at the State Theater. So check that shit out coming up this weekend. Um, Jeremy, subscribe to his uh, Reverb Nation. Take us out. I will shoot as many dicks as possible. Thank you for your cooperation.